Hey, True Story listeners. So the story you're about to hear is really special to us. When we first started hosting these events, we knew it was fun for us, but we wanted to see if it would be fun for other people as well. So we opened up a section on our website to help guide people through the process of hosting their own events. And the first person to actually go through with this is named Kathy. Kathy hosted an event at her birthday party in Calgary, Alberta. And afterwards, she sent us this email to tell us how it went. The evening was sensationally vibrant, a tribute to the human experience. This is like one of the best emails we've ever received at True Story. Even if it was just a great party for Kathy and her friends, that would be worth it to us. But luckily, some of these stories are really great for other people to listen to as well. Kathy, it's been so great to work with you through this process. If anybody else wants to get involved, just go to truestorytime.org slash join. Here's Kathy's story from Calgary, Alberta, recorded at an event where the theme was Close Calls. I was 19. <laughs> I was living in Hazleton, British Columbia, in a program. You like l- travel around Canada, you live in three different places, and you do volunteer work. And you get like three days off to do whatever you want, kind of in the middle of each stint. And so me and my girlfriend decided that it would be a really good idea to go on like a crazy adventure. And uh, we're like, okay, so uh, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? And she's like, let's hitchhike. And I was like, yeah, totally. Let's hitchhike. We never hitchhiked before. That's so badass on the highway of tears. (laughs) But I didn't know that then. I know it now. And I was like, okay, well, I guess the only question is, like, where are we going to go? Prince Rupert or Prince George? And she was like, well, we're going to Prince Rupert in a couple weeks. We might as well go to Prince George. And I was like, let's do it up, girl. (laughs) So I get my friend, drops us off in Smithers. I don't know, we spent, like, a couple minutes in Smithers, and this truck driver picked us up and brought us to Prince George. And he was, like, the nicest guy. He was, like, a pretty sweet dude. So we spent, like, a couple days in Prince George. We spent Canada Day there. I don't actually remember if it was awesome or not, because like the rest of the story sort of eclipsed the whole point of us going. So we're in Prince George, and I was like, okay, I have a really bad feeling about heading back to Hazleton today. I, don't, I think we should take the bus. We had three days off, so we had to be back at our house by midnight that day. Otherwise, we were like out of the program. Did I mention I lost my wallet? And I like had no money at all and I was like living on borrowed change. After like discussing it, like how I had this like horrible feeling about hitchhiking and how we shouldn't do it. She's like, well, I don't know. Let's like kind of be adventurous, Kathy. I don't know why you're pissing out on me. And I was like, okay, well, you're right. (laughs) We should probably hitchhike. It's probably a good idea. We like go to the road and we stick out our thumb and like 10 minutes later, because we're like 19 year old girls, Dad, are you okay? Can you handle the story? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a sore spot in the family. <laughs> Some guy picks us up, and he really likes us. We're talking, we're like really chatty, we're really cute, we're 19, and he's like talking about how he wants to take us to this lake, and we're like, hell no, I ain't going nowhere with you. And in the meantime, I have like keys like in between my hands, and I was like, don't you even try, motherfucker, I got, I got this, I got this. So he goes like 10 kilometers further, like trying to convince us to go to this lake with him. And I was like, I ain't going nowhere with you. You're disgusting. And I was like, just you try it. Just you try it. I'm going to like stab you in the face. (laughs) So he finally drops us off in the middle of nowhere. And my girlfriend says to me, this is awesome. Like, it doesn't get much better than this. Let's go smoke a bowl. And I was like, I ain't smoking nothing with no one. I just want to get home. I'm 
stressed out. And like, without even sticking out her thumb, this like 2001 Dodge Ram pulls up. Like, sweet. She's like, let's get in. And she like jumps into the vehicle. And I was like, I have a really bad feeling about this. We shouldn't go anywhere. And I look at her and I was like, and she's like, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so I jump into the vehicle and I'm sitting in the back and I was like, what's your name? He's like, Sunny. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, I'm a pharmacist. <laughs> and I was like, it doesn't get much better than this. Like a sweet ride. He's going to Prince Rupert. He's going to drop us off in Hazleton. We're going to make it back by midnight. Maybe an hour into the drive, all of a sudden he gets pulled over. And I was like, man, like what a loser. And I'm laughing, having a great time, and I'm sitting there. The police come up, and they like start talking to him. And they ask him to get out of the car. And I was like, crazy. So I'm sitting there some more, and it's like another hour goes by. And I was like, you know, I'm pretty hungry. I think I'm going to go eat some strawberries. So I go into the ditch, and I'm like skipping. Like, who skips, right? 19-year-old skip. That's who skips. And I'm like eating these strawberries, like loving life. And I look at my watch, and I was like, man, we got to go. So I like go up to the, like having a little like police powwow. And I was, listen, guys. I'm on a time schedule. I gotta get out of here. What's going on here? Like, are we gonna wrap this up? And then he arrests me and reads me my rights, and I was like, this is hilarious! Like, it doesn't get much better than this! I'm gonna get arrested! I don't even know why. And they, like, throw me in the back of the cop vehicle, and they, like, open the window, and I'm, like, talking, telling jokes. Who does that? We start driving, and he's like, ho, 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 like, yes, he has drugs on him. I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, this is such a crazy adventure. Who would have ever thought this could happen? And we get to the police station, and I think they're going to let me go. Like, I think it's not a big deal. Everyone's laughing with me. Like, why do you give me those false pretenses? Why are you laughing if you're going to arrest me and throw me in jail? So he, like, takes me out of the car, and he, like, I'm handcuffed. And he like brings me in there and like my girlfriend, she's got weed on her. And I'm thinking like, what are we going to do? Like, this is, they're going to catch it. They're like, they took my shoes, they took my belt, they took my hoodie, they took like the strings, they took my watch, they took everything. And they like throw me into this jail cell with like a dirty blanket and this soiled mattress. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> So I like make my bed and I like get all in there and I was like, oh my god, this is so crazy. And then finally they throw my girlfriend in there. We're talking, like having a good time, like saying, like, like this is gonna be a crazy story to tell our kids or at a storytelling event. <laughs> time passes, like serious time passes, and when I'm kinda like, well, I don't know about this. I don't know if we're gonna make the deadline. I think we might be in a lot of trouble. I don't really know what's going on. But I really have to go to the bathroom, so I'm just gonna pee in this toilet. How often does someone get to like pee in an actual jail cell toilet? <laughs> I'm like, just turn your eyes, baby. <laughs> and then the walls is like, fuck you, pigs, <laughs> and like cocksuckers, and like I killed a man. And I was like, oh yeah. And finally, they take me to interrogation. They're asking me like, like, what are you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? Like, I noticed that you didn't have any idea or money. And I'm like, yeah, I lost my wallet. I don't, I don't really know where it is. And they're like, well, we don't really know if who you say you are is actually who you are. We're going to have to call your mother. And I was like, okay. So they dial up the phone. They call my mom, and she's like, hello? Hello, this is Constable so-and-so. We have your daughter here under arrest for trafficking $100,000 of cocaine. 
my mom was what my daughter's in a, in a government program right now doing volunteer work for the needy she doesn't smoke or drink or do drugs or anything I'm like I don't do any of that she's like she is like a God-fearing citizen and he's like well it's great ma'am but we have her under arrest did you want to describe her to us um, well, you know, she has reddish, blondish, brownish hair. She's got light, dark skin, brownish, greenish, bluish eyes. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like they're going to arrest me, throw me in jail. She can't identify me. And then she said, I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that she's probably crying right now. And I was like, I love you, mom. And she's like, I love you. And he's like, that's enough. So he hangs up that shit and he's like, well, looks like you're Kathy. <laughs> so he asked me the story of like what happened. I was like, oh, I'm hitchhiking. I don't know. I don't have any money. I'm just on a crazy adventure being crazy. You know how girls can be when they're 19. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I got like <laughs> mascara all over my face and I've been crying for hours. So we like, all right, well, I'll get you out of here. And then I'm like, and then what? I'm outside. I'm like outside of the jail cell. So I was like, I should probably call my project leader and I should probably tell her that I've been arrested for trafficking cocaine. <laughs> and uh, I should probably uh, let her know what's up. And I'm out of the program. And that's, that's it for me. So I go to the 7-Eleven and I like dial her number, collect, and it rings and rings and rings. This is it for me. This is it. This is the end. And I look out of the corner of my eye and I see someone I know and I was like, cha-ching. It's a lady from work. And I walk up to her and I'm baked with like swollen eyes and I'm exhausted from crying and being interrogated and being in jail, traveling and not having any money. And I say to her, hi. And she's like, hey, Kathy, what's up? I'm like, I've just been arrested for traffic. Can you give me a ride home? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I don't know what to say. I'm really tired. She's like, well, we had this really tiny Nissan truck. You can jump in if you want. Yeah, I'd really love that. So we wait. My girlfriend gets dumped out. And we'll get into this Nissan truck. But the Nissan truck is really a two-seater, not like a five-seater. So they like put me into this truck and there's like a child and like a mom and dad and no leg room. I'm like in the middle and my knees are around my ears. And I'm just so tired and so uncomfortable. And we have another seven hours to go. But what made it worse is that the kid wanted to be entertained the entire time with exuberance. She'd be like, let's color. And I'm like, yeah, let's for sure, let's color. And then I'd stop and she'd hit me and cry. And she's like, let's color, let's color, let's color. And this demon child, like, it's probably why I don't want to have kids now. <laughs> yeah, I bet you love this. I'm like playing with your kid. <laughs> so finally, it's like eight hours later and we roll into Hazleton and I look at the clock and it's 11.55. And I'm exhausted and I have like bruises from being beaten by this child. And I've got like paint on my face. My girlfriend's just, la la, I love life because I got to sleep the whole time. We stroll in at midnight and everyone kind of embraces us. And uh, we go to bed and no one knew any different. I had had the most epic day of my life and no one knew. And I didn't get kicked out of the program and uh, I got my thousand bucks. It's pretty sweet. You've been listening to True Story. Our theme music is from Daniel Steinbach's album, The Blade. To comment on this podcast, or to listen to any of our previous stories, 
You can find us in iTunes or at truestorytime.org. Everyone, I hardly know you, but when something comes and grabs a hold, take the hands that open up a life that's led is something gold. I've been alone. I've been so. Long.